he kept wanting to say, you're in defiance. And I, and I said, well, you must be picking that up from my voice. Yes, I do feel defiant. Welcome, everyone, to the Arise podcast. My name is Oliver Books. I'm the director of communications at Christ United Methodist Church. And today, driving the podcast bus will be... Elizabeth McCauley, lead pastor here at Christ United Methodist Church. I get to be a bus driver. <laughs> That's what we do here. We talk a lot and drive buses. So good. I'm ready. I'm ready. Anyway, uh, we talked last week with Pastor Katie as she was on her way out the door, and uh, it's been making me think a lot about the power of transitions, uh, and it's a word that we talk about sometimes, but we don't stop and like rest in it. Sure, sure. So it seemed to me that it would be a wonderful thing to talk about transitions and how do they feel and what's any good about them. I think if there was ever a time to talk about transitions, it'd be right about now. (laughs) Well, and you have some going on in your life. I do. I do. Um, Yeah, marriage is is a transition, is a a definite transition. And that's happening? Next Friday. Ooh, Oliver. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. That's fabulous. But on top of that, I mean, so, so Pastor Katie is moving to Walker UMC. The Methodist Church as a whole is going through a whole bunch of business. Um, <laughs> That's a word for it. Well, yes. Yeah. Which we'll be featuring tonight. We have a town hall meeting at 6 o'clock at the church, of course, tonight by the time this podcast happens. Who knows when that was? <laughs> uh, but uh, we're having a kind of a open house uh, conversation about what's been happening in the United Methodist Church. So uh, we, we look forward to being able to talk about that, too, at some future podcast. If our rainbow-colored doors are any... Indication? Indication, thank you. If You're our rainbow colored doors are any indication, uh, well, it's pretty apparent what side of that uh, discussion we fall on. Yes. And, so. I just had a uh, conversation with somebody from the Post Bulletin, and he was saying he kept wanting to say instead of, um, so you're in opposition. Uh, to the general conference uh, traditional plan, and he kept wanting to say, "You're in defiance," and I, and I said, "Well, you must be picking that up from my voice." Yes, I do feel defiant. Uh, right? But anyway, transitions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the pieces uh, that grounds me. Uh, I just will throw a little bit of wonderful words out here. Yes, we do. Uh, is yes, we do. Is from "Teaching a Stone to Talk" by Annie Dillard. This is just an excerpt. Uh, But she helps me. uh, I think what can happen sometimes in transition is that we don't stop and pay attention to what's shifting inside of us and around us. Mm. Uh, And I love what she has to say. So this is Annie Dillard. It is not Elizabeth McCauley. I wish it were. (laughs) She says, at a certain point, you say to the woods, to the sea, to the mountains, the world, now I am ready. Now I will stop and be wholly attentive You empty yourself and wait, listening. After a time you hear it, there is nothing there. There's nothing but those things only, those created objects, discrete, growing or holding or swaying, being rained on or raining, held, flooding or ebbing, standing or spread. You feel the world's word as a tension, a hum, a single chorus note, everywhere the same, this is it. This hum is the silence. The silence is all there is. 
It is the Alpha and Omega. It is God's brooding over the face of the waters. It is the blended note of the 10,000 things, the wine of wings. You take a step in the right direction to pray to this silence and even to address the prayer to world. Distinctions blur. Quit your tents. Pray without ceasing. So what is it to pay attention during times that aren't necessarily comfortable, even when they're good? Right, right. Like a wedding. Like a wedding, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, I think that you brought up a really interesting point of, of, yeah, there's, when transitions are happening, we get so wrapped up in transition, or at least I, I can only speak for myself. I get wrapped so wrapped, so wrapped up in that transition that it seems like I lose track of of what else is happening, and perhaps that's not the best thing for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and what's shifting in your own soul too? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I was just in Duluth uh, yesterday for the funeral of my uncle. Uncle John, uh, who we called Unc the Skunk. Uh, <laughs> he was um, 82 years old, which is a good, rich life, but it's even more remarkable because he was born with cerebral palsy. Oh, my, yeah. And when he was born, uh, his uh, mother talked with uh, medical professionals who advised mm. her in no uncertain terms that that boy should be remanded to a home. Oh, she should not take that child home with her. Uh, and uh, she said, oh, oh, no, <laughs> oh, he's no. coming home. Wow. And what was beautiful was that the whole family organized itself around exercising my Uncle John and uh, uh, making sure that he had a life that was full and rich, and uh, he was one of the most alive people I've ever met, and I can't imagine what it cost him. To, uh, to motor through the world in a body that was really challenging. Oh, my, yeah. So there was yeah. quite a celebration yesterday. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And it was um, remarkable to be with all of my cousins, whom I haven't seen since my mother's funeral. Oh. Uh, John was the last of the four siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so transition-wise, uh, being aware that um, we are now the elders Oh, sure. My siblings and my cousins, uh, we're, we're now the generation wow. yeah, yeah, that holds the stories. Wow. It's a huge transition. Yeah. I don't know that I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're qualified. <laughs> oh, good. So that doesn't ever change. Yeah, no, it never changes. <laughs> that sense of, no, I'm not ready. So anyway, it was just holy um, to be in their company and to mm. know... Um, that we carry within our bodies the story of our grandparents and our our parents and uh, the generations before them. So a funeral is a pretty powerful marking of something oh my, yes. changing. Yeah. Yeah. What um, what about that transition do you like? Have you noticed in yourself and how you're you are responding to that 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 it's a shift in generation. Yeah. Um, 
what are you going to take from from mm-hmm. the that changeover? What what has inspired you mm-hmm. through your your elders, and what do you plan on passing passing down um, to to the new mm-hmm. young people? You know, it's a mixed bag because um, there are some lessons that got taught in my mom's family of origin that I don't want to pass down. Oh, sure, sure. Um, in that uh, you have to be strong all the time. Mm. And uh, and they, they, they learned that because they had a, a lot that they dealt with. Sure. Um, but I guess I would say that they didn't talk about it much. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, one of the things I'm grateful for is I want to continue to learn how to talk with my children mm. about things that are challenging. And maybe that challenging thing is me. <laughs> <laughs> so the transition of um, uh, trying to be more of a uh, an open uh, colleague with my children sure. around life sure. and their lives mm-hmm. uh, instead of the the parental figure that somehow is supposed to know all things and right. can't be challenged. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that that ever was, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, so, yeah, and the other thing that I walked with is um, those rites of passage are so important, like funerals, like mm-hmm. weddings, like... Uh, baptisms like you know graduations it's the season of graduations from high school now so you know I watch our young people getting Mm -hmm. ready to go off to college or Mm. or leave home for other reasons and I think oh the courage it takes (laughs) to step out into that which we don't know right yeah right absolutely so and the other thing I walked with, too? Yeah. See, you asked me a question. Okay. I got all kinds of answers. <laughs> I'm loving it. I want to play more. Um, we used to have really rip-snorting good family times. <laughs> totally. And uh, totally. we've all gotten pretty busy, and so we were trying to enlist one of the cousins to be the ringleader to get us there together again. Yeah. Um, so we haven't landed somebody yet, but we will, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, what is the term? Harassing? Harassing, yes. 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 And I'm kind of good at it. Hey, so. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't walk away with somebody who was willing to be harassed. They're all too smart for me. They'll <laughs> <laughs> right. get one of them someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing I kind of notice um, has been this stuff happens when you're not looking. Mm-hmm. Um, like like my sister had had a baby. Yes. Uh, earlier this year, and I'm I'm getting married next week, and and my dad's a and a grandpa now, and my mom's a grandma now, and it's. It it it's it's weird because I can it feels like yesterday I was goofing around like in high school or yes. all of that stuff and how that like kind of it plays with how you live day to day life. Absolutely. How have you seen your your parents change as they've transitioned from being mere parents to grandparents? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's I think that's kind of the, the thing I'm getting at is there there's not been a lot of change. There's mm-hmm. still the the loving, caring um, f- people that, that that I've always known. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there's just more of us, you know. Yes. And I, I think that kind of plays into s- some things about transition that I, I feel like I've noticed is that just because the more things change, the more things stay the same. I know that's kind of an old adage, but mm-hmm. um, that, that's why it was so interesting when you earlier mentioned that like we have to be aware of, of what, 
how we're responding to that because it's it seems like it's like you blink and then everything has is different. Yes. Yeah. And so how do you process what's really shifting inside your own soul right. if you don't take the time? Mm. Um, I ask myself because I'm not good at taking the time <laughs> either. But but um, we're different than than we were perhaps before. So sure. I feel uh, different because Uncle John's not there. And, mm. um, you know, one grief will kick off another grief. And so, you know, my mother sure. wasn't there. Right, and, right. you know, all those sorts of things. And so yeah. who am I now that right. I'm the storyteller in the family? Mm. Uh, it didn't used to be my job. <laughs> sure. um, so there's a, there's a, you know, and as you look at your wedding too, um, who are you as a as a husband? You love Jess the way you've always loved Jess, but it'll shift. I'm telling you. I, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Cross that bridge when we get there. Right. Uh, Thankfully. Yeah, yeah. 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 So in all of this, I mean, we are a church. How, yes. How how does the teachings of Jesus help? Like, obviously you a pastor how does that help you in tra- times of transition mm-hmm. sometimes I just really have to dig into um, letting go it, you know I think there's an old 12-step thing that says let go and let God and mm-hmm. I think it's a hundred percent flat-out brilliant yeah. uh, you know I'm not good at letting go um, Who is? But, yeah. <laughs> but I want to trust and I do trust um, that um, God's got this church mm. Uh, always has, uh, or we wouldn't, we wouldn't still be here. Right. So the Spirit, uh, we just celebrated Pentecost this last Sunday, which is uh, the coming of the Holy Spirit, um, uh, infusing all of creation with the energy and the Spirit of God, and breaking down barriers mm-hmm. and calling us into brave new things. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to be church now? Well, we're going through staff's transitions, uh, easy for me to say. And so uh, we've got good people that are going to be coming on board uh, that we're going to be excited to talk about. Um, shortly, we have a connections coordinator that will work 20 hours a week, and we have a next-generation ministry coordinator who will work 40 hours a week. Who I'm sure will both be featured on the podcast very Oh, soon. yes, you can be sure. Uh, but um, that's really exciting. So to see what kind of gifts people bring into ministry. But, of course, there's anxiety and grief. Right, um, right. I, you know... I don't know how to do ministry here without Katie. I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah, I know, I like that. (laughs) I like that on Facebook. Um, But, you know, what's beautiful is I know that she's she's queued up and ready for a brand new thing, and and we are too. Right. Uh, So so we'll make it up as we go and uh, trust that we're doing faithful work, and uh, it's just going to be fun to see what unfolds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there's anxiety in it. Let's well, get real. <laughs> that's, that's the reality of it. Yeah. I mean, cripes, we're yeah. Not, none of us are perfect. No, you know? no. If we were, how boring would that be? Um, I think that, yes. I don't know any perfect people. <laughs> Anybody who says they are, I run from. So. <laughs> right, right. This is very true. I was talking to someone on the phone today, and they were worried about about being messy and I said oh we're the messy church I'm <laughs> glad yeah, yeah. we excel at messes well and that's the thing that I noticed you know uh, coming like growing up and I went to confirmation and all mm-hmm. that stuff and then I, I took a break from the church but coming back um after after spending time away from the church and getting into things that weren't necessarily super healthy <laughs> you notice how 
uh, how down and dirty the scripture is. You notice yeah. how how the message isn't like oh wash your hands of these people or stand above people. It's it's like get in there and transform with people. That's right. That's what I love about Jesus. It was like it was like he had a homing system that that just like <laughs> cued in on. Um, the people that it were on the fringes mm-hmm. and had been mm-hmm. pushed out of community, right. uh, and it was precisely uh, those people uh, that that uh, he sought out and mm. made made uh, intention around sitting at table with right. and learning from. Right. So it's not just a one way street. It's right. like how do we teach each other? Right. And you know that's I think that's the, goes to that thing the Minnesota Methodist deal we're hosting tonight. It's, yes. It's learning from and growing with people who have been marginalized mm-hmm. because God knows none of us are any better than each other. No, <laughs> no. But, yeah. you know, the structures of culture are such that some mm. of us are more privileged than others. Sure. Um, right. yeah. And so how do we park our privilege or how do we own the ways that um, because uh, we're cisgender or because we're white or because we mm-hmm. have means or because you know, who knows, all the becauses. Right, right. Um, we have access to, to um, acceptance, power, privilege um, mm. that, that we take so for granted. Right. Uh, so tonight, it will be a really good opportunity tonight, whenever tonight is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we do have a date, actually. It's Wednesday the uh, 12th. 12th. Um, I can maybe get this online before this. Oh, that'd be really good. <laughs> Viewers. I like Viewers that. will hear from us I like same that. Day. So 6 o'clock tonight in the ECC, what'll happen is we'll have a chance to see how the United Methodist Church is experiencing transformation mm. uh, because we cannot any longer... Uh, uh, say that where the church voted we will be uh, as a traditionalist plan, right. uh, we, we can't stay in that place. Right, um, right. Certainly not this congregation, certainly mm-hmm. not this pastor, um, which, you know, I'm not synonymous with this congregation either, right, and I'm very aware of that. Yeah. Um, but um, so what does it mean? Who are we then in this, this time of transformation how do we stay together? How right. do we learn from each other? How do we dream big together um, and join our voices and uh, uh, hopes with people throughout the world, actually, who are building together a new thing? Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, it, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and messy. Yeah, it's messy. messy. Oh, my goodness. Yes. yes. Yeah, we have annual conference coming up next week. Uh, and there's a aspirational vision statement that we're hoping uh, the annual conference will agree to. Yeah. And there's also a piece of legislation that, that asks the United Methodists in Minnesota to stand in opposition to uh, the plan that was passed at General Conference. And that will be a, a challenging and heartbreaking conversation, I believe. Oh, I, I can imagine, yeah. you know, from both sides who feel so strongly on mm-hmm. these issues. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. You got to imagine that there's going to be some headbutting. Yeah. The the interesting thing to me is a lot of it is um, around scriptural interpretation. Right. And speaking of transformation, um, <laughs> one of the New Testament professors I had, whom I really really uh, appreciated, uh, was put it this way: um, Scripture is alive, right? Mm. It's 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 not it's not uh, etched in stone. Right. It's not a thing that is not alive. 
Um, it's infused with the Holy Spirit. That's what we're taught, and that's what mm-hmm. we believe. So um, anything that doesn't change dies. Right. Right? And so our interpretation of Scripture is going to change because the Holy Spirit uh, is continuously moving through creation, through our own hearts and souls. Uh, We learn more about um, through science and through uh, reason and experience uh, what it is to be an inclusive community. Um, So... So if we worship and if we, if we ground our teachings on Scripture, which we do, um, we are in conversation with a living document, right? not something that is right. meant to be frozen in time when it was written thousands of years ago. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you can, uh, obviously I'm not a, a professional and I don't have any schooling when it comes to this, but you can see that just between the Old and the New Testament, yeah. how it grows with time. Yes, um, yes, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's good to be a part of a movement that is alive, that right. is um, about transformation. Right. Um, we seek to transform people in the yeah. way of Jesus. So, um, so it's, it's messy. Yeah. And it's uh, juicy. <laughs> and it's good. That's fair. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's an exciting time. It is. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing is to pray without ceasing, as Annie Diller says, um, mm. But but also to believe that God is in this. Uh, right. This is happening at this time, uh, and uh, we trust that that we'll be led by God's Spirit into uh, a more joyous, welcoming. Uh, um, I I even want to say honest sure. uh, movement in the way of Jesus, because we're not then going to ask clergy to be closeted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to ask ordained clergy to hide the ministry that they're doing right. uh, if they do same-gender weddings. Right, right. Um, we get to all be more more fully present. Yeah. Yeah. Which That's... I think is transformational. Yeah. yeah. And, and can I say important? Yeah. Because, I mean, what do we have if without honesty and trust? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, pretty much the foundation. I mean, it works. You learn from when you were a little kid, the church is the people. Or yeah, that whole thing. yeah. Yeah. You didn't get to see his hands there, but he did them. You know, those little fingers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I learned that in Sunday school. That's good. God bless Sunday school teachers. But yeah, so it's an important transition. We're hoping that a lot of people come. Um, yeah. Even, you know, if, and I hope that it'll be people who are not of one mind. Um, so that right. we can hear each other into wholeness. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, as as uh, uh, handling like the Facebook and social media yes. outreach and stuff, to see people bristle when you use uh, when when I didn't when I posted about this the the uh, event tonight, I didn't use any uh, w- any words that I thought were controversial, but. Uh, when you say inclusive church, and to see people bristle at that, is yeah, but you put those rainbow colors on there too. Not on the one I, not on the one ah, that he commented on. Okay. So that's that's what I'm curious about is, um, why, mm. right? Why? Because I think we've talked a little bit. The transition is isn't always the easiest no, thing. No. Um, but it's almost like def- a defense mechanism where it's it's. I don't want to change just because. Well, if you've based your whole life and if 
if your assumptions are based on uh, on the role of men and women and children and uh, you know all the kind of silos we put people in mm -hmm. if you've been taught that there is a an a or a b and nothing mm -hmm. in between then when you say um as you know there was an interesting article i think we talked about this earlier that that uh the pope came out in opposition mm. to gender being a fluid uh construct right right and so if you've been taught that there are men and there are women and um that you know, there's masculine and feminine, and that none of us have both in us. Of course, we all do. Right. Um, you know, or that uh, that uh, being born transgender is real and uh, mm -hmm. deserving of support and compassion right. and uh, all the things that we have. I, if you if you get into the gray, if you get into the mess, uh, I think it's it's really fright frightening for people. Sure. Um, sure. And sometimes when people get scared. They punch. Yeah, yeah. You know. Fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so I'm I'm pleased that this church is willing to say, um, we are a messy place. Yeah. Uh, we are willing to stand in the middle of ambiguity and try to hear each other mm. uh, into a better place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can't I can't speak for any one person who responds negatively, but um, but what I've encountered is uh, that I think there's a lot of fear that if social constructs are um, deconstructed, uh, then who are we? What have we built sure. our life on? Sure. Yeah. 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 And you see that in pop culture all the time. Yeah. And it, I mean, just... Do you have an example of that? I do. It's video game related, so I don't know if it's... Oh, tell on. I don't, I don't know video games, but I want to learn. Oh, well, there's a big conference, right? And then yeah. there's, there's three big video game companies, and then one of them, uh, the Xbox, uh, one of their chair people came out and basically asked the audience, like, well, the box that we used to put ourselves into, we were the American game company. We did sports games and, uh -huh. and that sort of American-type stuff. But now... That's everybody, and everyone's kind of doing that stuff. So, who do you want us to be? Oh. And that was—I thought that was a really interesting question because I don't think it's going to work for them because it's not all about what you want me to be. Right. It's about how can I be the best I can be. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And how can we celebrate you being the best you can be? Right. Yes. Right, exactly. Which is Pentecost. Yeah. There. Right there. Oliver, right you are so good. <laughs> but it really is, you yeah. know. I love it. The wind blows into the room, and they mm -hmm. can hear each other speak in their own mother tongues. And right. um, nobody's saying, you have to be something other than you are. Right. Um, but, but the Holy Spirit's dancing on your head as well as on the head of the person next to you who has a whole different way of loving right. or thinking mm -hmm. or, or being in the world. Yeah. Uh, and and we have to f try to find ways to hear each other. Right. And that, that's that's it. That, that yeah. seems to be the way to ease change mm -hmm. is to just listen. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be so scared. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm appreciative of um, a faith community like Christ Church mm. um, that is willing to be honest about the hard work it is uh, to um, stand in ambiguity sometimes, certainly sure. around the United Methodist 
changes going on around us, certainly around what does it mean to be a downtown church in a changing mm -hmm. city, mm -hmm. certainly around how do we use the considerable resource that we have here in this building and the people here. Right. You know, there's just so much. Right. And it's really, um, for me, it gives me a lot of energy on most days. <laughs> it's true. And it's others you have to run to keep up. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm grateful. Absolutely. Me too. So, you know, all I would say is transitions. Yeah. They're real. They're holy. And sometimes in those places, in the in-between places, mm. um, I think that which is sacred gets even magnified. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, as we wrap up our time, um, as we've kind of been talking about this whole time, we do have this, this Minnesota Methodist uh, town hall discussion, and you can find information about that on our, our website, um, on our Facebook page. Uh, it's cumethodist.com or Facebook backslash cumethodist. Um, and there's just a lot going on here. We're about to launch into Vacation Bible School. and Oh, we can oh. talk about that next oh, week, too. Yeah. Everybody matters. Everybody. I love that. I do, That's too. That's wonderful. Yep. It's, yeah. It is really good. So, again, On the subject difference. Of yeah, right, can right. we just talk about that just <laughs> yeah, a little bit? Um, and transitions and everything mm. else. But, yeah. 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 So, I'm looking forward to tonight and... Mm. Uh, just gathering with people and hearing people's hearts and um, and boy, thinking about you a lot as you're getting ready for this wedding. <laughs> Why, thank you. Yeah, I, true. We are so excited. It's gonna be yeah, great. Yeah. Well, God bless.